Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music or at podcasttakeitorleaveit.com. Thank you to Funky Finds Kelsey for calling us dabomb.com. Her review reads, came across this podcast a few months ago and I absolutely love it. You guys make me cackle with happiness when I listen to your podcast. It makes me feel not so alone anymore with my parenting. And that's where I'll just to end that we're all just doing our best. I think she meant, and that's what, that's what we're all doing. Nope. No, shh. It's my time to shine and that we're all just doing our best. Thank you guys for being in my ears every week. No wonder it's the number one globally syndicated podcast of the universe. It's fantabulous. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Kelsey. And I wanted some of your funky finds. Yeah. I'm wondering if she does like vintage boutiquing. Uh That's what I'm thinking with that name. Funky finds. Yeah. Out of contest text it sounds weird though kelsey i want some of your funky fans i I, but i knew where you were going yeah you know like i i knew where you were going okay good i'm your host meredith masony and i'm your host tiffany jenkins this podcast will discuss all things marriage motherhood and everything in between please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need so any advice we give you you can take or leave because it might be crap on today's episode of take it or leave it we are going to chat um about a dad who did a TikTok uh, explaining how he finally understands uh, that girls are sexualized at a very, very, very young age. And we'll get into Mm. that. Um, Summer camps. LOL. I can't wait. Summer camps are supposed to be a legit, real deal, normal thing this summer. Some information about that. And parents rejoice. Uh, and uh, Jojo Siwa reveals that she's technically a pansexual. So we will um, read about that. I know a lot of your kids probably are big Jojo fans. And she did come out um, as uh, she says gay or queer. She likes the word queer. Uh, so she said, I like to be called queer. But she um, is a massive uh, tween teenage star. I don't know how many Jojo bows Sophia had in her closet but i tell you what it's not just bows it's everything but i mean she was she really loved the jojo bows and so one one christmas i couldn't even find them and i bought the knockoffs and she looked at me get this trash out of my she was like this isn't a jojo siwa bow and i was like "Mm, but i got it at ross (laughs) she's like (laughs) But it's not a Jojo Siwa bow. So we're going to talk a little bit about what that means. And then there was also a story that if we had time, I thought we could touch on. Um, did you know that they're making a Magic Mike reality TV show? No. Yes. I didn't. Yeah, well, they are. And I thought maybe we could talk about that as well. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Okay. But anyway, first. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have Haley from Mississippi opening things up for us. Be sure to call us at 315-834-2696 and leave us a message so you can open the show for us. Hey, this is Haley. I'm from Seminary, Mississippi. I'm a mom of one four-year-old, very, very toddlerish child, kind of bad, <laughs> but why don't we open up the show with a mom film moment? Because we all struggle as moms. And if you say you haven't, you're just a big old fat, fat law bagger. Bye. Bye. She's, so cute. she's not, she's not done Mississippi. yet. Totally avoid that last message because it was a train wreck. My name's Haley. I'm from Seminary, Mississippi. I have one four-year-old little girl. I'm actually picking her up from school right now. Um, why don't we open up the show with a mom film moment? Because we've all struggled as parents, and that's why we're here. I totally forgot what to say. But let's just open up with the mom film moment. Bye. Listen, all listeners are Cannot get it together. Oh my God. So maybe this will work. This is Haley from Seminary, Mississippi. I have one four-year-old little girl. Um, let's open up the show with the mom film moment. We all struggle as moms. And anybody who says they haven't is a total linebacker. And I think I got it right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Third time was a charm. And Haley's out. Haley's 
is that? Okay, I wasn't even going to talk because I didn't know if another one was coming. That was adorable. She, her accent is the cutest. Yeah, I, I love it when people with accents like that yell. I'm sorry, are we boring you, Meredith? Look, I've started this new thing where I get up early, and by this point in the day, I'm ready to just go to bed and call it quits. How early? You've always gotten up early. No, I've really never gotten up early. Okay, what is your definition of early? Uh, Did Dave just pass a note talking crap about me? Because I'll fight him. No, he was talking crap about me. But it's not. No, I didn't mean that. Look, I got it. I read your note. <laughs> Secrets don't make friends. Um, so I get up at six to get Sophia up. And I'll lay back down for about 25, 30 minutes because then she gets out the door. Dave takes her to the bus stop and then I get up. So like between 6.30 and 6.40 is when I'm getting up now. And that's very early because I normally don't like to get out of the bed until around 8.30, Wait, how do you get the kids? Oh, yeah, you don't. I don't uh, have to. Dang. When I stopped having to get up in the morning to help the kids, I stopped. I was like, come to the bed to kiss me goodbye. And then <laughs> get wow. out. That's so, crazy. So I've been getting up. I've been exercising. I've been getting at least one load of laundry done, all of the dishes going through the house before like 8.45 a.m. <sighs> it's stupid. Yeah, that's but good. It's so good. But it's stupid. so good for you. I'm so tired by like 2 o'clock. I'm surprised. At what? You have a, because you're, you're like a very organized, detailed person. So I, I feel, honestly, I feel like we're opposites, Meredith. You make lists. Like when I I go to your house, which has been way too long, but you didn't, you never sat down. You're one of the people who is always up doing something, picking up stuff, rearranging stuff, doing stuff. I'm not like that. Like if there's a seat, my ass is in it. Yeah. I don't like to sit. I think, well, that's my anxiety. I can't, I can't sit. So I just really? go around I'm like a hopped up buzz and bee, which Interesting. is, which is why I'm, I've been having a hard time because I, I hurt my foot a couple months ago and I keep running on it and I think I made it worse. <laughs> yeah. And it hurts. Yes, Tammy. Yes, girl. And and um, I do around four four to five miles a day. And this week I only went for two two walks because my foot hurt so bad. I'm so sorry. And that's how I go out. I need that time to like be out and like out of my own head. That's why I do that. Like I like the idea of walking with headphones in. Like I like the idea of it. You should but try it. No, my knees are first of all. My knees aren't cut out for that Walk, walking. Walking is, yeah. is pretty low impact. They cr- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say become a triathlete. I said, try walking. <laughs> it's too much. It's too, it's too much for me. <laughs> you, you realize. What do you think I am? You're refusing. Gymnast? walking like you heard the words come out of your mouth right (laughs) i hear you it's more so about like getting murdered that i'm worried about what if you do it in the daytime it's too hot it's too hot and people will see me here like oh my god it would be a dream to be able to walk at dawn but like honestly i know i'm not a super hot commodity and i feel like if somebody is going to take somebody they're going to go for somebody who's of small stature i feel like i have an advantage in that in that they look at me and they're like dang that's a lot of work to mm-hmm. get that into my car and you know what i mean so that like is um what's the word it's too early it reaffirming anyway I just don't want to chance it is oh, what I'm getting at. Tammy just said it looks like you lost weight. Did you lose weight? Meredith. She just said it. The comment just flashed up on the screen. You know I lost weight. I do know you lost That's weight. That's why you're saying it. No, Tammy's comments. I didn't flash put the comment back up. There you go. I didn't make it up. But I, I wasn't going to push you to talk about it. But I'm proud of you, friend. Thank you. I um. I'm hesitant to talk about my weight because it fluctuates so much. 
And my whole entire life, I have said I'm on a diet and I'm not, I'm just not. And so I don't even like talking about it because it's such a joke because the next week they'll see me like double fisting donuts and be like, what happened to the thing? But I've lost uh, 14 pounds. I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. Lots of drugs, lots of sex. No, I'm just kidding. Um, where that was a you 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 took a left hand turn there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm eating healthy, no carbs, and a lot of water, and I um, am whatever. Those carbs, as we age, they're killers. That's the problem. They sure are. And it's what we all want. It's what we crave. It's what we want to have. You know, just yeah. a whole loaf of bread. I need nothing else, sir. Just the this loaf <laughs> with butter. Yeah, but cheese. One of my best friends is getting married and uh, the end of this month and I'm a bridesmaid, dude. And I'm already like the largest one, like in all dimensions, height with everything. And so I'm like, I just keep telling myself, you don't want to look like a Sasquatch in all the pictures. So I, I'm at least going to try to slim this way. So that if I'm tall, they're just like, wow, is she a supermodel? She's so much taller than everybody. But they, you know, I mean, they they won't be like, oh, who invited the linebacker into the wedding party? What's going on? You're so hard on yourself. Well, thank you. I have um, a vision of how I see myself. And apparently it's different than everybody, but it doesn't matter because it's what I think that matters the most. (laughs) And that's what sucks. I wish I could put other people's eyes on myself when I look in the mirror, but I can't. Well, I think you're doing great. And it's just about at our age, it's about being healthy at your age. I'm just at my age. I'm a young buck. Right. Right. At my age, I just, I I need, I, I have to always remind myself about balance and being healthy because I'm never going to look like I used to. That's just not a thing that happens anymore. I disagree. I Mm-mm. when I watch your episode of Guts on uh, Nickelodeon <laughs> challenge, you look the exact same, Mary. As when I was twelve. You look the same. Good. Fantastic performance. What did you think was the toughest part of that event? It was definitely the jungle gym, but you know how I got it was? It was in the shoes. It was in the shoes. It was in the shoes. It was in the heart. It was in the soul of this player. Let's check out our leaderboard now. Yeah, she she always talks about how she wishes she looked like she did. And I'm like, the only time she ever looked different to me, ever, two, when she was pregnant, she mm-hmm. looked a little different, okay? And when she was crossfitting. Yeah. And You did crossfit. Yeah. And then for, she broke everything she had on her body and stuff. For, but, two, for, for two years, I did crossfit, and I was jacked. She was jacked. I was jacked. Aside, aside from that, she's always looked the same. I want to see these pictures. I don't think there are pictures. But really? You didn't take selfies every day? No. No. And but how do you track so, your progress? It was so b- bad on my body. I busted my shoulder. I hurt my knee. I hurt I hurt everything. And then it was like, you know what? I'm a pass. I'm not going to go back anymore. My body, my body hurts. So, um, thank you for asking, Rosie. Guts is a television show that debuted in the early '90s um, on Nickelodeon Television, and it's where three different children compete to get to the top of the aggro crag. And um, if you win, you get to take a piece of the aggro crag home, allegedly. And um, guts, do you have it? Tough, yeah. Competitive, sure. But when it's all over, they shake hands and say, hi, mom. Do you want to see the plaque from my trophy? You can find the video online. Uh, Just type in. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, I think it's in the cabinet. I have the plaque from my trophy. Mary Murphy. Nobody needs to look it up. Nobody needs needs to watch it. If you want, you can. Nobody needs to endure that. It's so, it melted my heart when I discovered it. I think I discovered it live on the podcast, right? I don't remember. 
Mary Little Lightning Murphy. Episode 202A. She's like, don't look it up, but here's the exact episode number. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I mean, it was fun. It was a you lot You were of fun. adorable. She, it, she was against two boys and she whooped their butt. That's, that's what I do. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> so sign up for Paramount Plus today. All right. Well, why don't we get into these uh, topics here? Yes, let's do it. Do we have a mom fail? No, no we're both we were just great giving updates. Week. We were just giving updates, life updates. Mom fail. I snap at my kids and go to bed feeling guilty every night. There. Every every day is a new journey. Okay. Um, every day is a new day to disappoint my children. <laughs> There's a quote <laughs> for you. Make that the title of your next book. Yeah, that's a great title. It is. Yes. Okay, hold on. I have to go. Oversexualized. Yeah, I gotta go. I, I, I have them in a. I'm not on TikTok again. I'm taking another break. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, it's a little too TikToksic. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm so proud of myself for coming up with that name, TikToksic. Is it trending on TikTok? No. Oh. That word? Yeah. Make no, it trend. I just made it up. I mean, I'm sure someone else made it up too, but make it trend. All right. TikTok dad shares the moment he realized his daughter was being over-sexualized. Uh, a TikTok user named Erica Says Stuff asked dads of daughters to share the moment they realized that the over-sexualization of women starts at a cringe-worthy young age. One dad, one dad stepped up and answered with a doozy. Uh, world shaker on TikTok, who is Michael Vaughn, posted a response, and his answer is both accurate and horrifying, uh, which it's been viewed 3.3 million times on the TikTok. Um, he says, it was 100% the close, and I knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't know how bad. Uh, he says, I guess I'm wondering... Who thought that this phrase should go on a zero-month-old child? Sorry, boys. Dad says no dating. Mm. Uh, zero-month-old newborn clothing. And the, and it says on there, sorry, dads. Sorry, boys. Dad says no dating on a newborn. I mean, if you think about it, it's weird. Right. Well, that's what I'm asking you to do is think about it. <laughs> I don't know. Um it's, I think it's just the, and I'm sure that the intent behind it was like, daddy's little girl, he's going to protect me. I'm not allowed to date ever. I mean, I've never seen a newborn go out on an actual date before. So I don't know if it's like a legitimate. Well, that's what, I, that's why, I, that's why I brought okay, it up. Okay. So because there's, it's wrong, obviously. Right. Is that what you, I, no, no. What I want to say Who made is, the shirt. I don't think they gave the brand, but my point was if it's somebody on Etsy, they have shirts that say, I I came out of daddy's ball sack. Like, they have all kinds of wild <laughs> shirts. Right, right, right. Onesies that are like, mommy didn't swallow. Oh. But, like, if it's an actual brand, like Target or something, then it's, like, weird. Melissa and Doug, Melissa dating and Doug. edition for newborns. <laughs> then right. I'm, like, concerned. Mm -hmm. But I'm not surprised. No, but I think that's the point, is we're saying... You know, is there is do we somehow as mothers, parents, fathers of daughters, do we somehow try and and say, you know, hey, clothing designers, could you maybe stop over sexualizing our our daughters and 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 create clothing that is age appropriate for them without these sayings on them? Or is it just people being too uh too much, too extra, too out there, you know? I think I think that not to minimize over-sexualization of girls because that's a real thing and, you know, not to take away from that. But I think that in I, I do feel like this day and age, people are looking for reasons to be, to be upset. And I think that fear and outrage sells. And I think that news outlets perpetuate these things because they know that it will get a response. And that's, I've said it before, that these, I don't know where you got, where'd you get this article? From my website. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> which, which we, which we wrote it as posing the question. I'm so sorry. I, you're not alone. Though, I'm as, sure. Which we wrote it as posing the question. What do you think? Do you think right. that this is a thing? Uh, and because and, it's a conversation. Because it's a conversation. Well, I, I, going back to what I said, I've said it before. I think that we always focus on one individual occurrence as being like the make or break, right? That shirt didn't, isn't the make or break of over-sexualized, over-sexualization. But the fact that this girl will see pictures of herself with that shirt on at some point and if her dad buys it, if he buys it, I think right? it was Don't given to it. him as a gift. But the, the idea is, you know, that one small instance and then another small instance and another small instance. And now all of a sudden this girl is thinking that her whole soul, her sole purpose is to date some guy and be their right. date and to be a wife. And that's her only job is to do that. You know, um, you could say the same for some boy shirts that are out there and so forth. But I think it's just if we let all of the circumstances that our kids encounter drive what they believe without us intervening by explaining, no, you don't have to just be a wife and be a girlfriend. You can be a doctor or an astronaut and all of those things. Yeah. I, Podcaster. I, I, I just think that a lot of times we, and I saw this in school a lot, right? A lot is put on the external factors. It's the teacher's responsibility. It's the, this person's, the coach's responsibility. It's the, this person's responsibility. There is also a parent's responsibility to help the kid navigate all of those little instances that they will encounter throughout their day. Yeah. So then that's a bigger conversation. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It, and, but if, if we were specifically talking about a onesie, I would, you know, but I get that it's a bigger issue yeah. and that it's not so much about the onesie as it is about how it's different for girls and boys. And I totally get it. Um, and what I found, cause I do have a tween age daughter who's in middle school and this was our first year. Her going into sixth grade was the first year that she didn't have uni a uniform school, right? Because they didn't go to private school, mm. but the they had a uniform, kindergarten through fifth grade. It was a public school. They just was red polo, blue polo, white polo, or in khaki shorts or khaki pants. Um, so I was really nervous about buying her clothing for for middle school, especially as she's a young woman who's... I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. What are you doing? Mike's My cats just did the funniest thing. I'm sorry. I wanted to take a picture of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm in that the middle really... of trying to make a, a, a legitimate point here. I, I do. I apologize. I really do. Um, oh, shit. This, Your this daughter, podcast, this school podcast uniform. is up for all sorts of awards um, on production and flow and planning. So my point was... <laughs> I was I was trying to find clothing that was age appropriate for a 12-year-old who was going into middle school. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I stumbled across had no idea that Carters, don't work for Carters, don't I have never campaigned Carters call me. Um <laughs> they have a tween section that has extremely age appropriate clothing. The shorts are um, not short. They don't have a tiny inseam. The The shirts are su super cute. They've got, you know, hoodies and sweaters. I just bought her three bathing suits because they didn't, you know, there are bathing suits for these girls that are like, I'm sorry, you forgot the rest of the ass piece. Like mm. I can see this 12 year old's cheeks. Like, no, there's the line. Nope, nope. No, cover your hiney. Um, yeah. And I, I love it. I just bought her a whole bunch of stuff online. I had a code. I was like, yes. Uh, Carter's, which is Oshkosh and Carter's is the same company or whatever. We stumbled into there, in, into there at the beginning of the school year because they had an outlet. And we were at the outlet mall. And I walked in and I was like, honey, they don't, this is baby clothes. She goes, no, I saw a sign that said 12 to 14. And she mm. looked over and she was like, mom, I really love this stuff. And I was like, you can have anything you want. You have anything Aww. you want in here, whatever you want, buy it. You need shorts, you need jeans, you, anything you want. And we did 90% of her school shopping there. 
And then that's amazing that she wanted to, she was like, I really like this store. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the best day ever. And so I let her buy whatever she wanted. And then when she grew out of the, she's all, she's had another growth spurt. I mean, this is what happens, especially in middle school with these kids. She was like, my jeans are tight. I said, no problem. What's what are those? Those were a 12. Let's get the 14s. Let me see that pair of pants. I went online. I typed in the typed in the number because she wanted those exact jeans again, found them on the website, had them shipped to the house. And I was like, this is great because none of everything was appropriate. So my point is, I understand that girls are over-sexualized, but my job as a parent is to find clothing that doesn't do that to my kid. And that's what I'm going to do. That's my job. I, yeah, absolutely. I, um, this conversation reminded me of that time in seventh grade when I used to dress like this and was pretending to put a popsicle on my butt. I don't know if you can see it, but do you see my mini skirt? How yeah. short it is? Yeah. I don't know if you can see it, but, um, I, I'm wondering, uh, is there anything that can be done about it? I mean, like crop, I just think about the kids this day and age and I see them at the malls with their butts hanging out. In their little crop tops. And I want to talk crap, but I was like, dude, I was a little floozy as well back then. And so I really have no room to talk. And I feel like it's always been, um, <clears throat> but that's the point. Yeah. It's boys cover up everything. Girls show as much as possible. I don't know why it's like that. And I agree with Dave. It's up to the parents to um, establish good rules and morals and values into your kids. And if you feel like, I mean, there's places where you can get clothes. So let me ask a question that's probably not going to go over really well here. I don't know what I'm even saying at this point. I'm listening. So I go out in public, wherever, Target. Let's say I go to Target and a young lady walks by, butt hanging out, boobs hanging out, things hanging out everywhere. And then you'll hear that same young lady make a statement like, I'm wearing this for me, not for anyone to look at me. Mm-hmm. It's I'm confusing. Not, yeah. Depending on who you ask, you're going to get a different response. And I understand exactly where you're coming from, Dave, but I also know that people <clears throat> feel very passionately about exactly what you said. I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing it for anyone. And I'm going to just hop on your side. We'll just, we'll both get hate emails. <laughs> um, but I question that myself as well. I, I know the reasons I used to do it. And it was specifically for attention. It was specifically so that people would look at me and be like, dang, she's hot. Um, now, if you were to run up and grab her butt and spank her oh, butt, you know, that would be yeah, a, it's a different di- story. A different story. But um, there are lots of people who say and I think that's why Meredith's being quiet about it because she already knows how controversial it is. But there are lots of people who say, you know, it shouldn't matter what the girl is wearing. She's not asking for anything. She's not doing it for you. She's doing it for herself. And I understand and respect that as well. But I can also understand how it's confusing for males. And I think that's why they're trying to like nowadays reprogram the male's brain to realize that consent is what's most important, that you don't make can I just say something? I'm also like, I can't imagine how tough it is to be a guy this day and age because now, you know, you're not even supposed to like hit on people or like flirt with anybody at a bar. And there was a Reddit thread from guys saying they don't know how they're supposed to act anymore because women don't want to be approached. They don't want compliments. They don't want all this stuff. And I can't imagine having to date this day and age because I don't know. It's tough and it it's confusing. And, you know, and, and someone in the audience said sometimes, and the same for men, right? You you go out with your shirt off or you go out and you wear your, you know, those little, what, what are those bathing, the little chubby bathing suits or whatever. We were at the beach the other day and this guy was, had a little tiny bathing suit and you could tell he spent a lot of time at the gym and so forth. And he was, he was more than happy to walk around flexing for everyone, right? But Yes, there is a, a clear difference between going up and smacking someone on the butt and looking, right? But yeah. I mean, two specific things that, I, that I've encountered recently. One, what you go on Instagram and all you see now are these, I don't know, these new leggings that apparently just show your butt. 
Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Right. And that, whatever that is, that's all over the place. And then, and I brought up target. I was at target checking out and there was a girl in front of me and it looked like she only had on a t-shirt and it was a see-through t-shirt and it looked like she had on no pants. Right. And I'm in line and I'm doing everything I can to just look down at my feet. Like I, I didn't want to look up. I didn't want to make any eye contact or look like I was even looking in the general direction. And it, you know, and it's, I don't know. Anyway, I, it's just, I, I'm not trying to I, throw stones at anyone or anything like that. I'm just asking the question. I get what you're saying. Meredith, what do you think? Mm-mm. Nope. I, what? I'm not, it's, 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 it's a tiny piece of a much bigger problem and much of bigger course. issues. So just it's very like hard. Onesie. Yeah. It's very hard to say, um, you know, it's like, <sighs> So what what I have decided to do and how I approach this is I am going to talk with both my, but not both my kids, both my, my boys and my girl about consent and what yep. consent is and what consent means and what people, you know, how you, uh, how, uh, you know, it's so important to know what people want and what they don't want and how you handle yourself in, in a certain situation. Um, of course there's a double standard with standard with men and women. I, I believe that, that it's a double standard. I believe that, um, no matter what a woman wears there, that somebody can find some way to, to sexualize it, even when it's Mm -hmm. not. So it's a, it's a very touchy topic. Do you really um, think that though? I do think that. I think like there's... if a woman wore like let's say a huge sweater and like giant sweatpants and had a mom bun, they would say, um, "Why is she covering her body? Because it's so gross under there." Like what I'm saying is they'd always find a way. It's like those oh, people. Oh, so it's not positive, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be positive. There's always a way to say something where it's like, it. um, "I love apples," and then in the comments, "Bitch, why you got to hate on bananas?" And it's yeah. like I was just. I just really like apples, right? So well, there's always something, and we can do this with any topic that we bring up. But my job as a mom is to discuss consent with my kids and what is acceptable and unacceptable and the importance of knowing, uh, you know, what is too far when 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 somebody feels unsafe, uh, what yeah. to do in those situations. But yeah. as a woman, I worry about my safety in every situation, at the gas station, walking yeah. to my car, coming into Target, leaving Target. I'm always looking around because it has just, it's its the world that we live in. When, when women, whether you're dressed a certain way or not, as yeah. a woman, we live a completely different life than men lead. And we have completely different problems than men have. Yeah. And my husband is a good man. And I know I can, I could, I could, if I were in target, I know I could see him being in that target line, like trying not to look up because he doesn't want to be disrespectful, but it, you know, it, it like, she's allowed to wear what she wants to wear. You yeah. cannot look. That was, you know, that's, that's what it is. That was, he, he, he understands that there is a line and that he didn't, you know, he's not going to be disrespectful to somebody, but you know, it's, we live in two completely different worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I think agree. my husband has ever walked a parking lot and thought, I better hold my keys between my fingers in case I have to stab somebody in the throat before I get to my car. Yeah. I've made uh, videos about this. I've, I held, I held the keys anytime I walk over a storm drain. Cause I'm terrified that I'm going to drop my keys into a storm drain and then I walk around it. I made a video about I know you're this. trying to be funny, but it's not funny. I made a video about this, um, about, I showed pictures of what some would consider an overweight woman in a bathing suit. And then I put all the comments, the, about her being overweight and stuff. And then I put, I was like, well, let's see what they say about somebody smaller. And so I put a medium sized girl and the comments were all still talking crap. And then I put a picture of Kim Kardashian and the comments were all talking crap about her body. And then I put a picture of a super skinny supermodel and everybody was then saying she's too skinny, eat a cheeseburger. And it's like, no matter what, somebody's going to have something to say about women. Yep. And, um, I just want to reiterate. I think that if you've listened to the podcast for long enough, you know, that I have, I always try to see things from all sides and I know very well what women have to go through. I am the queen of overthinking everything. Um, but I also do understand Dave's point about 
it being confusing. Yeah, I agree that there's confusion there, which is why my stance is to discuss consent Mm -hmm. with my kids and just talk about the fact that as parents, we should discuss consent with the kids. Because if a girl is wearing a mini skirt and a tank top to a party, that doesn't mean that she wants you to grab her boob. Mm-hmm. means she wants to wear a mini skirt and a tank top to a party. Yeah. If you go up to her and you understand what consent is and you approach her and she's like, mm, not going to happen. That's it. Yeah. Now it's. Yeah. Done. And if everybody talked to their kids about that, the world would be a beautiful place. So that's, you know, that's what I'm saying about that. You know, like it, 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 it definitely is. Can it can, it can definitely be confusing, but that doesn't mean that, that those types of things have to happen. They don't have to happen. If people have conversations, I've never once thought, Oh, she's wearing a bikini. She deserves to be fondled. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but as far as the looking, I can understand it being confusing for guys. Yeah. But I'm just saying one lead and other other women. I stay checking out the ladies and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way, but I just observe the form. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I think that it's a, what I'm saying is it's a it's, it's a smaller conversation inside of a much bigger conversation. Of course. And like I said, it's much like this onesie thing. I mean, it's a huge conversation. I think people are doing a great job of bringing it to the forefront and talking about it. And I think that things have definitely changed from the way that they used to be by these companies removing shows and removing products and not working with people anymore who are predators and, you know, women coming forward and sharing their stories. And I think that there's definitely a shift happening in the world for the better. And I think it'll get to the point where, you know, we don't have to be as fearful as we are hopefully one day. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, Summer school. Summer camp. Oh. Summer camp. Okay. Sorry. Who's excited about summer camp? Well, after all, summer camps are a $26 billion annual industry according to the American Camp Association. And good news, it looks like summer camps are going to be a thing for 2021 despite COVID-19 as schools have figured out necessary precautions and people are getting vaccinated. Research shows camps are most likely all going to be opening safely and securely and you can start sending your kids to camp. So uh, I actually already booked <laughs> two uh two weeks well one week two two kids at a week of sleepaway camp first time ever brian and sophia will be going to sleepaway camp this summer um i was so excited we um have actually been t- uh, to the area where the camp is so we know uh we know you know ish about the camp right like we know the location and everything and checked it out and it was top, it was a top rated uh, camp, and I was so excited because I was like, "This is going to be so great for them. This is going to be mm-hmm. so great for us to to be able to send them and and let them go explore and and you know, there's a, a ranch at camp add on where Sophia gets to ride a horse every day, and I was just yep. like, "What a great opportunity!" Like, I, and now I'm looking for more camps, not sleepaway camps, but like daily camp activity type things for the kids to do. Because I feel like after this year, camp it up. I want mm-hmm. you to do all the camp things, camp, 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 camp. So I am looking and look, you know, as things open up, but send your kids to camp. If you can send your kids to camp, they're going to, you know, this, the, the schools have done a great job this year, navigating unprecedented times. Uh, I, I believe thoroughly the camps will do the same. Yeah. Totally. Aubrey always has 99 different camps that she goes to. Yeah. Like her mom books some, I book some, her grandparents book some. So like one week she's riding horses. The next week she's running around on a tennis court. The next week she's making spiders out of pretzels and chocolate strawberries. And my kids are like sitting at home on their iPads like, what the hell? But it's not that my kids are younger, so it's it'll be interesting to see what kind of camps they have for young, young kids that you just drop them off at. That makes well, me a little nervous. Even if you check out your 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 uh, Chloe's school, right, we'll probably have some camped theme weeks and things like that. And I know mm-hmm. that when um, Matthias was in kindergarten and the kids were in still in like the daycare, 
they were they took kids up to like third grade, fourth grade at that school. So some of these VPK or you know daycare places will take the elementary kids in over the oh. summer as well. And so you could have you could have them at the same spot over the summer. Or I'm just yes. saying there are so many options that they have for these kids. And I think that this is probably going to be the best thing for our kids after the year that they've had. Like go to camp, yeah, ride a stinking horse, do something like do something fun. You know, uh, yeah, and 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 they were really excited about finding a sleepaway camp. So I was, it was a, a top priority. And they're like, "Give me the hell out of here!" Well, they, I think they like the idea of being in cabins, and you know, just like the whole, they love that camp, camp, uh, Kiki Waka, Anawana. We hold you in our hearts. Oh, that was Kiki Waka. Yeah, that kids. I think it's called Bunked, right? Is it called Bunked? Yep. They yep. love that show, and they think that that's what it's going to be like. Little do they know that it's not going to be like that at all because it's a Hollywood production. But uh, right. I think it's great. Send your kids to camp if you can send your kids to camp. Um, and there are lots of scholarships and programs as well at various camps, uh, like um, the Elks. Look into the Elks Lodge. Look into the YMCA. A lot of them do sponsorships and scholarships, so you can you can find you can find a way to get your kid to camp. Um, with financial assistance. So I think that's also uh, a good way. Important info. Well, you can go to the todayshow.com or today.com. They had an article about it. So check that Mm. out. Cool. Were people tripping in the comments when we were talking about the last subject? It always stresses me out when we talk about real controversial stuff. Like I lose sleep over it. I I, I don't think that was being controversial. Controversial. I can't speak to that. I feel like, right, but I also feel like I didn't do a good enough job of like explaining how on, you know, for women I am by agreeing with you. But I also like am so honest. If I'm confused about something in my head, I say it out loud. And um, that is something that confuses me. And I'm afraid that by being honest about my confusion when it comes to looking out scantily clad women um, that people are going to be hating so I was just curious because I'm not looking at the comments. The, the clothing aside, right? I mean, most... They're just most, like, damn it, I thought we moved on from here. I did. I did. Most, I know. Most, I, most I just guys. wanted to know about the comments. I want to make sure that I was clear in my point because sometimes I think that I struggle to get what I mean across, like what I'm thinking across, I, I putting think it you into were fine. I think you were terrific. You know, I mean, it's, it, it's confusing in all aspects of it all perspectives right guys are from my opinion fairly straightforward and simple right and and i don't mean that i know that's right i don't mean that disrespectfully but if a guy's walking around with his shirt off he wants you to see what he's got under there and end of story well his shirt's already off well i know he wanted you to see what was under the shirt oh i thought you meant like his colon no. <laughs> Meredith no. or his or his liver. Right. And if, if if a guy is out in his speedo, it's cause he thinks he's he's got something to show and that's what he's doing. Right? I mean that's it's that's a speedo, not a speed don't. Uh, um, you know, and 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 not to say that women are overly complicated or anything, but they they <laughs> women tend to um pay more attention to you know their feelings and stuff and not like the guys are just like, it's what I want to show. It's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, oh, Stephanie wants to see that sexy liver. <laughs> <laughs> Is Meredith just taking a I, call? She, and... You know, I think we're disrupting her day today. I know, you know she's yawning, taking calls, getting a pedicure. We're, we were 30 minutes late waiting on her. I was know. so nervous when we were late. I was like, am I on the wrong day? I questioned it three times. Hey, welcome back. Hey, I thought it was the kids' us. school. Was it a bill collector? Yes. Uh, the lights are going. Let's go talk about JoJo Siwa. Meredith didn't know what pansexual was. I didn't. I didn't, and I'll be the first to tell you when I don't know something. But um, she came out as she said queer because uh, she likes that word. And but she said, if I'm being honest, I still don't know what I am. It's like I want to figure it out, and I have this joke. Her name is Kylie. And so I say I'm kisexual, referring to her girlfriend, girlfriend Kylie. But I don't know. Bisexual, pansexual, queer, lesbian, gay, straight. I always just say gay because it kind of covers it. Or queer because I like the word. I think it's cool. Um, but she continues that 
Uh, she believes she is pansexual, which means I I enjoy humans for humans. Mm-hmm. So you explained it very well uh, when I asked because I asked I, I read this and said to you, can you explain this a little bit better to me? Because I don't really feel like I understand it. So mm-hmm. what was the definition or how did you explain it? Um, I just said, basically, it's you don't care what gender the person is. You don't care what they identify as. You love their soul. So it could be a straight male, straight female. It could be um, a trans female, trans male. It could be, you know, anybody who identifies as anything with any parts. You're not in it for the skin. You're in it for the soul. I think you just, you love everybody. And um, it's not like there are lots of labels and I'm learning all this as I go as well. I also heard that there was something, did you know that there's something called asexual? Yes. Where you're not attracted to any. Correct. Body. Yes. That I knew. I have a friend who explained it to me. Well, a friend who is asexual and I had heard about it elsewhere and I'm like, look into this because this might be what's going on. And she said it was so eye opening and made her feel so validated to see that. But um, my sister identified as pansexual for a while and I wholeheartedly believe that like my sister does. She's like, I don't care if you're a koala. If you love me, I'll love you. Like it. She was joking, obviously, or maybe not. I don't know. But nobody called comes to. (laughs) <laughs> say what I said nobody call PETA <laughs> yeah well there are people who are who marry like cars and buildings yes I've seen which that is does well. not fall under the category no. I don't think of pansexual but no. it has to do with humans you love anybody yeah so somebody was saying Meredith you watched Shit's Creek it's I like the wine not the label yes um there's a scene did you watch Shit's Creek Yep. Yeah. So there's a scene where David is in the store and and he holds up the bottle of wine. He says, sometimes I like white. Sometimes I like red. Sometimes I like a rosé. I like the wine, not the label. And it's like, aha, I get that. So I understand with what you're telling me and that exact reference, which is perfect. I, mm-hmm. I get it. I guess I wasn't thinking about identifiers, like who a person identify. Like I wasn't thinking about who, what that person right. identifies as, but that makes that makes total sense. I think it's I think it's great as a parent to have a young. Um, is she a hip hop star, JoJo Siwa? What do you, would you call her? I'd say pop star. Pop star because she sings. That's what she does at her shows, right? She sings. Yeah. So a, a young pop star who's in who the kids are enthralled with to have that conversation and for her to be open about that conversation, I think is wonderful. But there were so many people who had to come before her for her to be able to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause I think, I think that that's great. Right. Like I was just watching the today show the other morning and, um, or GMA. I, I don't remember now, to be honest, I was flipping channels, folding laundry and watching the news. Cause I get up way too f-ing early now. And, the um, bachelor, one of the one of the brat bachelors, came out as gay. Colton, and uh, he said it was I had suppressed it for so long. I had hated myself. I was, I guess, he was suicidal. He attempted to kill himself, but woke up, and he said, "Now I have to, I have to be honest with who I am." So, uh, I think that it's, I think that it's great because he was able to identify that and be honest now. And, and, and he says he's the happiest and healthiest he's been. So I think that's great. But, um, mm-hmm. I know that there are, Did, gonna, I got excited. What did you see when Billy Eichner went and visited him on that season? No, but I saw that trending afterwards, but I didn't watch it. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Billy Eichner, who's Billy gay. on the street. Yeah, yeah. was sitting down with him and talking about how he was gay. And he's like, I don't know what prompted it, but he's like, I mean, you might be the first gay bachelor ever. We don't know. And this was when he hadn't come out and he just looked like baffled. And looking at it now, you're like, oh, he knew in his heart. So it probably like totally tripped him up. It's very ball. It was a big risk for Jojo to come out because there are so many parents who are strictly against that, which fine more, you know, everybody do your own thing, whatever brings you joy and you peace. And so, you know, going from being the biggest, hottest selling 
thing for kids to ha- now having parents. Boycott her was tough, but she didn't care. You know, she had to be true to who she was. And I dig that and I admire that. And um, not that this is what it's about, but I'm the kind of person who believes that life is fleeting. Yeah. And you have to just do what makes you happy because like who other people are getting down with in the bedroom doesn't matter to me. It doesn't affect my life whatsoever. So I don't care. But um, it was very interesting that uh, I knew when she turned 18, something was going to go down. I didn't expect it to be this, though. I thought she would start like smoking weed and dyeing her hair black and just rebelling. But it's even better. Yeah. And I think she's only 17. Oh, I thought she turned 18. Is she not 18 yet? I don't even think she's. No, she's 17. So we still have time. For what? For her to just turn into a gangster. To be a gangster. Okay. Yeah. Could have. I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? I love it. Um. Okay. So last but not least, we'll just touch on. Is this, maybe this topic is for another show. Oh, do we want to wait? Well, we had a few topics in this one that maybe kind of go against this. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, what I was mean, it again? Magic Mike reality TV uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're saying, Dave. But, that, that. but that's my double ex- standard. But that's my exact point, right? Like, that's why I say we talk about what, what, what consent is and the fact that, you know, you, looking happens. It's a natural part of life. It's what you do between the looking and the touching. Of course. Right? Like I don't I like I'm not a I'm not going to sit here and promote that you go to a male strip tease show and touch the stripper. You're paying to watch them dance, right? Whether it's a man or a woman. It's what you do between the look and the touch and the conversation that you have and then the bouncer bringing you out of the club. <laughs> right? Like that was that was my that was my point. But we can we don't have to talk about that. No. That's a I, good idea, Dave. We'll just shelf that. We'll shelf it. We can talk about it later. Everybody's like, no, no, I'm here for Magic Mike. (laughs) Oh, I have a call. Oh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, No, but that's, I'm, uh, listen, it's, can can I just, it's just a confusing time to be alive. Yeah. Period. Oh, yeah. Yes. Period. Agreed. And it, and I'm not going to like sit here and pretend like it's not. And I'm also not going to sit here and say the same thing that everybody else is saying because it's right. Like. I'm confused as shit about stuff all the time. It, it, Things that I'm supposed to be like so sure about, I'm just not. And I can't pretend like I am. Correct. And that's the whole thing is now, and now we have to parent in the middle of this. Yeah. Like that's why this is so hard. Like yeah. on top of that, we have to be parents in the middle of this. Like I, I I'm sorry to say it, but I kind of feel like our parents, they were the last group of parents that had it and I'm not going to say easy because it wasn't easy parenting is never easy but layering on school shootings social media um ju- the just the the confusions that come social along injustice. with that social injustice the confusion that comes along with with all of this the increased rates of suicide and drug use as a result of all the other things that we just mentioned right i'm not saying that it was it's never easy to be a parent but all of these other things that we're going and parenting through my mom i, I think i've said it on the podcast before my mom said to me a couple of years ago i don't know how you parent through this i didn't know mm. where you were most days I left exactly. work. I came home. If you weren't home, I would open the door and I'd scream, you need to come home. And that was it. Yep. I'd call my mom up at the bar and be like, hey, can I have a snack? Be like, yep. I'm in therapy. So <laughs> we, it's fine. <laughs> we can talk. Right, we so want to we want to dive in. Dive in. A Magic you know? Mike reality TV show is go. coming. We're oh, in. reality TV. Thank you for providing endless hours of cotton candy brain fluff, especially over the past year of social distancing hell. Thank you for thank thank you that we're keeping up with the Kardashians for giving us the bird's eye view of what it's like to be married at first sight. And of course, thanks for the endless entertainment of Joe Exotic and that bitch Carol Baskin. For those that love reality show, buckle up because HBO Max has created a new reality reality series based on the blockbuster male stripper movie Magic Mike and is actively recruiting participants that are willing to put it all out there. The future series is a brainchild of Warner Brothers, Unscripted Production and Eureka Productions and will be an unscripted reality dance competition show. Uh, One of the series executive producers is none other than Channing Tatum. 
Wow. The tale of an ambitious roofer who moonlights his I can't even read it. (laughs) Okay, but okay, going back so bad. But but going back all except for the scenes where they were dancing. They were great dancers. Going back to to the question I posed earlier, right? That would be like me going on this show and then saying, I'm on this show so that you can appreciate what a good dancer I am. No. I'm on this show because I'm going to be naked showing you some things while I'm moving around. That's it. That's the only reason. I I do like the dance moves. Wait I feel minute. like then you join America's Got Talent. Yeah. Wait. You don't like any dance. Wait, you just don't like my dance moves. You don't know how to dance. What? You're, ter- <laughs> you're a terrible dancer. He said, what? <laughs> Uh, HBO is seeking gents brave enough to step up and bust some moves for their upcoming reality show, The Real Magic Mike. Will bear hey. their souls and more as they evolve their bodies, learn to perform spectacular routines, and develop a new level of self confidence. Honey, you gotta evolve your body on HBO. Yeah, dude. If Drew went on there, listen. When he he was in rehab. He did a rendition of Usher's You Got a Bag and Bad and Dry Hump the Floor, and the girls lost it. So I do heard. You want, do you want me to send you this link so that you could figure out how to get him on the show? <sighs> no, because I'll fight America with my fists. <laughs> okay. You'll throw hands, as they say? I will throw hands. Yeah. So it, it, it is the same. It's 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 the same thing. Right? Like, Why do you keep saying that? It just what? double standards exist. Social media has sucked our souls and brains dry. Yeah. The parenting is exhausting and so hard in this day and age. It's hard yep. to be a man. It's hard to be a woman. It's hard to be whatever else you identify as. And you're not allowed to have an opinion because when you have an opinion or you say something, you're, you're wrong. And here are a million <laughs> reasons why. Yep. And That's why earlier when I was like, it's hard to be a man this day and age, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm going to get so much hate because someone's going to say, but it's also hard to be a woman. Imagine this. And I'm like, I am. A, I know how hard it is. I'm just stating that in addition to it being difficult for a woman, I can see why it would also be challenging for a male. And I, people, uh, people these days don't have the ability to freaking see the whole picture or like put themselves in somebody else's shoes when they have a point or a belief they just hammer that down into everybody's gullets instead of being open-minded. And it, it makes me afraid to talk. It makes me afraid to express things that I'm curious about. It makes me afraid to state my opinion or question my opinion. I'm always questioning my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm never steadfast in anything because I'm just not sure. And I'm teachable. And I think that that gets me into trouble sometimes. And I just wish I could go back to the days when I was a fetus and I just didn't, I just floated in a womb and didn't have to think about anything. Those were the days. Those were the days. Have you seen the meme where they put the baby's sonogram picture up and it's like the last time my kid ate what I told them to for dinner <laughs> no. or like the last time my kid, um, didn't talk back or whatever. Like there's always yeah. like the sonogram because, because, because once, once, once you're out in the world, you know, everything changes and it's, and it's just extremely difficult. Life is very hard. So I think you're right. Be open-minded, yeah. be loving, be kind, be gracious. Kind. I, you know, and have- I, I think a lot of it is, I don't, I don't think people are in, intending to be closed-minded or, or hateful or any of that. I think that a lot of it is driven by fear. You know, people are afraid of, there's so much I think going some of them on, are. so much going on so fast that, that there's, you know, people are afraid. There's a lot of fear and, and that happens. So, but there are definitely people, I get what you're saying. Totally. hundred percent. That's probably the majority of people, but there are definitely, I have very specific individuals in mind who, um, don't like me because I'm not, because I question things. I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning things. I think period. it's great to question things, but then do the research and the homework and of course and and arm yourself with that yes that's all as opposed to what just questioning things illogically and then not following up and being like well who knows and it's like well these people because they oh, wrote shit, books that's on. what i do <laughs> no no you need to so do, yesterday you need to do the research on the, on the drive what i do i'm like who knows moving on <laughs> on the drive home yesterday matthias goes you know this could all just be a simulation i'm like 
what? He goes, life. What if we're just a, there was another species and we're just a simulation that they made? And or they made a simulation and then we're a simulation that they made. Like we could be so many simulations down. And I'm like, you'll drug never test know. him. Like you'll, <laughs> you'll <laughs> never know. <laughs> that Elon Musk said we're in a simulation. Yeah. So I, I bet he read he he I bet he read something like that. But uh I looked at him and I was like, like the Truman show. And he's like, what? And I'm like, ah, uh, he doesn't get, you better put that movie on for yeah. him. So I was like, okay. Yeah. He tried that conversation on me too. And I just looked at him. I was like, I'll tell him to call me. This. I'll talk about it. Simulate my foot up your ass. Ask him about the birds. Uh, no, no, you're not okay. convincing my son that birds are robots. I, okay. Right. I don't think it'll take much convincing. <laughs> I'm right. just kidding. Right. And on that note, we love you guys. Thank you for being here. Join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents hosted by two struggling moms who have no who have idea, no idea what, what we're, what we're doing. doing. Clearly. Bye. Have a great... Why with the shake weight? Why not? Fitness, baby. We met, we'll see you next week. <laughs>